You are listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Ad Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, and with me, the most delicious name in podcasting, Elise Bacon. How are you? Hello, everybody. It is me. I am here in sunny Seattle. It is very warm and very sunny. It's like a hot 60 degrees. People are walking outside naked. It's very weird. I did not move up here for this. And Aaron is live to us from a war-torn country of Oakland, California, where... Actually, actually, I can't even, like, I don't even need to be very dramatic. It's warmer in Seattle than it is in Oakland, than it is in Los Angeles, California. I could believe it. (laughs) When I was in Los Angeles, it was 50 degrees all week and 30 degrees at night. Um, You've never lived until you've seen people from Los Angeles stumble around like post-nuclear Los Angeles because it's 35 degrees and they don't know how to respond to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they absolutely, and it rained once. It rained. And everyone looked up at the sky like Godzilla had emerged from the Pacific <laughs> and started firing laser beams into the great city of Los Angeles. <laughs> and we're not much better here. It rains all week, 50 degrees all the time. It's warmer in Seattle right now. Meanwhile, I'm looking out my window and I'm seeing neckbeards and short sleeve shirts and I'm like, why God? And I just want to black out all the light coming into my apartment and just like stew in darkness like a vampire. But I can't because the sun keeps breaking through. I hate the sun. So you're having spring and none of us in California are allowed it. So you know what? You should go on Twitter and gloat. It because spring means allergies, which means I'm going to be spending the next three months dying. So, for everybody, this, is true. this could be my last podcast episode. I might die. <laughs> and with me today, I have two esteemed guests who I'm very excited. Um, you, if you pay attention to my Twitch streams, which you should be doing because you should be doing that. Um, you might have seen me play Overwatch with these wonderful, wonderful people. Um, I have Danny and Cosmos. Hello. And I have Cosmos Girl. Hi. Now, Danny, who are you and what do you do? I am I am a voice actor and I've, I'm a video game-aholic. Yeah, you are. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, that's me. I wake up. I... Well, I go to sleep, I dream about video games, I wake up, I play video games. <laughs> That's and, me. That's and my then, life. And then you voice act in video games. <laughs> uh-huh. My life's a whole, it's a big, fat video game. <laughs> uh, what are um, what are some of your more favorite voice acting gaming roles? Uh, so we have uh, League of Legends. Uh, I enjoyed Worse and Karma in that. And then there's uh, Painwell and Skullgirls. And then there's Esha and Neptunia Victory 2. Okay, I'm not even going to tell you how many hours I've put in the Skullgirls because it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like I put a lot of hours in that game, too. <laughs> I was just like, is it weird hearing your own voice when you're playing your own game? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like playing my character. I'll play other characters. Like, I'll play Misfortune. Like, I love I love her. I love Misfortune okay, a lot. Misfortune's kind of badass, though. She, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cosmos Girl. 
Who are you? What do you do? <laughs> well, I'm a, I, I stream. I mean, I, I, I've recently started streaming about a year ago. It's been like a year and a couple months now. Um, and I'm a freelance artist and illustrator. And uh, yeah, I, I'm a former web designer, but I mean, that's not really, that's not what I was put here to do. So I'm just, I'm just an artist illustrator now. And uh, yeah, that's, that's basically, that's me. Like I work from home, I work from behind my desk and um, I'm a hermit. <laughs> we are You're all hermit life. <laughs> we are all hermits though. Hermit life, yes. Hashtag, Hashtag hermit life. Hashtag hermit life. Yes. <laughs> um, if, I'm literally a hermit. If y'all even knew how many podcasters were hermits, I think it's like all of them. <laughs> Isn't that right, Aaron? Yeah, um, that's how. That's what you get. It, the profession caught up to us. Otherwise, we would have just um, all been in holes podcasting. It became popular around us. So now your famous, your favorite podcasters have to deal with being popular when they had no intention of ever, <laughs> mm-hmm. ever becoming as such. That's why, oh. they all seem very awkward when you talk to them. That's because they all are They're awkward. All awkward. I, I love, <laughs> I love meeting all my favorite podcasters in person because all of them are awkward. Right. And it is wonderful. I'm just like, can I hug you? And they're like, please, please don't. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, also, if y'all need Twitch emotes, uh, Cosmos Girl does fantastic Twitch emotes. She does. They are so cute. I do make emotes. <laughs> you do make emotes. I say as I might have commissioned you for an emote. Um, <laughs> but no, no, really. Uh, uh, we'll post uh, information with the show notes stuff so y'all can give them uh, your money this time instead of me money this time. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And we are here today to talk about how Blizzard keeps fucking up. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. Again. Again. God. I just Blizzard lost more. It's like it's getting embarrassing now. You I know? don't I don't know if it can get embarrassing because their track record isn't great. No. I mean, it's embarrassing in the sense that, you know, basically you, you you're seeing all all these outpouring, you know, like these articles being written about, you know, oh, you know, will we get a black woman in a, the game? And it's like, oh, you know, we wrote a letter to uh, Jeff Kaplan and it's like, oh, he sent this heartfelt letter. And one year later, you, don't worry, we'll make a character just for you. And it's like, you uh-huh. <laughs> like It's embarrassing. Like, it really but where's the character? No, so where's the character? Instead of a black woman, we d- we did get a new character in Overwatch. We got a new character, and he's black, which is wonderful. Like you know, I and he's Haitian. So it's like, how many times are you gonna see a Haitian character? So we You've never see that. We just got a new character in Overwatch. Uh, healer class. Um, uh, is it uh? Baptista, like yeah, Baptista. Baptista. Yes. Yeah, Baptista. Yeah, so isn't so he's Baptista. Eh, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> he's Baptista, and he's Haitian. He's a Haitian revolutionary, modeled after a Haitian revolutionary who fought for the French. But we'll get into that later. Um, and he's a medic, which I like. 
honest to God, I really like the fact that he's a medic. I genuinely like the fact that he's a medic. But, right. but you know, this is, like, with everything that happened with Ash. Uh-huh. And then Hammy. And then... Yeah, it's like... I don't, you guys, did you guys see that concept art for Ash, though? Like, what? Yeah. Oh, the concept art like, for what? Ash was so... It was so good. Scary. It was so good. I wish they went with that. <laughs> How do you... Who made that decision? I just... And I mentioned this before, if you go back into the previous episodes, I mentioned that the concept art for Ash originally showed a dark-skinned, brown woman. Don't know if she's black, but she definitely wasn't white. And mm-hmm. then we end up with a white hair, white lady named Ash with Bob. And I feel like we really, they really could have but somebody made the executive decision to not go that route. And now we have Baptista, which let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, Where do we even start? Like, damn. Right? <laughs> let's start. Okay. So again, this character is a, is a healing class and is modeled after a Haitian revolutionary. This is cool. I don't like when have we had a Haitian in a video game? Yeah, yeah we don't. Right? We, we like, don't like, I mean, we, there's <laughs> we have some wonderful black characters in Apex, but I just found out that what uh, Lifeline is supposed to be Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's so cute. I love Lifeline. She's Jamaican. adorable. She's my favorite character in the she's game. Definitely <laughs> my favorite character, but I could not place that accent at all. And then I found yeah, out the accent is like Jamaican. Mm-hmm. I think what they were trying to do, because I mean, we, cause we have Jamaican people in our family and it's like, I was, I was trying to place the accent as well. Like it's not quite a Jamaican accent. I'm thinking since it's in the future, it's like probably like a new, like new Jamaica. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, and then somebody, they made the argument that, oh, you know, this is the future and these are all like made up, you know, I, I, made was, up. <laughs> I was thinking it was like Neo Africa. Yeah, like yeah. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking too. <laughs> but no, it turned out to be uh, it, it, she's Jamaican and voiced by, I believe, an Asian voice actor. I think the voice, yeah, from what I thought, I think from what I've uh, from what I've gathered, I think the voice actor is uh, where is she from? She's uh, I think she's from she's from Trinidad and Tobago, but yeah, I don't she's think Trini, she's Trini, yeah, yeah. But I, don't I don't think, think she's, she's Jamaican. I don't think she's like African Trini. No. I mean, not like. I don't think she's like African. No, she's so. not African training. So mm. that was yeah. funny. But uh, yes, yeah, so I don't think there's any Haitian anything in any. Yeah, like I don't think she's. I don't think she's black. Like, yeah. No, no I, I saw a picture of it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything makes sense. So yeah, now we have. But the, the, the interesting choice too is that there's a lot of Haitian revo- revolutionaries. So. I really feel like Blizzard was like, yes, diversity, Black History Month. Let's pull a Haitian revolutionary out of the history book. Who did something significant? Oh, here's this person who used to be a slave and then fought for the French and then ended up being part of the reason why slavery was abolished. Let's choose them. And I'm like, uh... Mm -hmm. And here's the best part. They're on Team Talon. That's wonderful. 
That's great. Right? You like, go, Blizzard. We've already got, we already had one other, like, okay, like, we've got three black characters, two of them were or are currently working for talent. I mean, it's like. Okay, so if you don't know the, if you don't know the story around Overwatch, what's that team? Um, They're the bad guys. Yeah, Talon's the bad guys. There we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, well, this is happening. I wish it wasn't, but it is. Damn, Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, and it makes, right. it makes it even worse because the way that they really make... The way they show his trailer is that they show him as, you know, like a soldier in a war and, you know, like awful atrocities happen in war. And then he's like, he goes, they make it sound like he takes a stand and turns the tide, like goes to a different team and to make a difference and to save Mm -hmm. lives. And I'm like, but those are the bad guys. Those are the bad guys. (laughs) Yeah. So unless you're actually having him start, and then do the switch and handle this with nuance that you're not known for at all when it comes to black narratives. Hashtag the orcs. Um, oh my gosh, we can't. Don't even get me started on the orcs. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag the orcs. Then I, like it just doesn't work. And so here we are. We have another character. We have another black character, and they're male, and they're not even being treated with enough nuance and historical context. It really feels like they just like. Like again, went into it, went looked up like popular revolu- black revolutionaries, pulled one yes. out of a textbook, and went, "Oh, we'll do this," without giving it any. And we're still left with no black women characters to watch. Right, yep. and I mean, it's just you can look at you can look at Blizzard's track record, and you can kind of see like I don't know if it's just like maybe I'm just like you know, maybe this is just all in my head, but I mean, it looks like they have a problem with just like not just black characters but just like black females like yeah you know oh it's both i really it's both it's like it's, i believe it because yeah, i mean because you, as you said you went back to you you mentioned the orcs and i can oh don't even get me started on <laughs> the racial politics of, of freaking world of warcraft i mean just because i mean if you really look at the orcs you know story because like they're portrayed as the bad guys the horde is the bad guys but if you really dig deep into the lore you'll see that the alliance they are evil Okay, no, they're evil. evil. They basically, like, basically the orc story is pretty much the Black American slavery story, okay? That's basically the story. Like, it's just, it's, and it's like, okay, you're, you're gonna say, you're gonna, you're gonna be like, okay, these, this horrible thing happened to these people, to this, these orcs, but don't forget that they're the bad guys and they did this as a result of what we did, you know? And it's just, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's really strong. Yeah, don't even get me started on the goblins. <laughs> yeah, Blizzard does not have a good track record and No, they just <sighs> And if we look at their existing black characters even yes, there there are three black male characters in Overwatch. Okay, so we've got mm-hmm. three unambiguously black characters in Overwatch. Actually, let's look at them though. We have Doomfist, who is a villain. <laughs> Who does not wear shoes? Nope. Doesn't believe in him. Does not. <laughs> this is the future, but he can't. He doesn't have a pair of shoes. All right, right. Gotcha. Or a shirt. 
or shirt like or shirt <laughs> all right and uh he runs around and um punches things <laughs> yep and uh jumps up in the air very high and slams down things <laughs> and then we have lucio who i love lucio i love oh, him yeah I love Lucio. He's my favorite oh. character. Like I've like that's the only that's like Lucio is the only saving grace like to that game, honestly. <laughs> but but as Lucio is probably the most one of the more fleshed out black characters in Overwatch, I would still dare say he is still a caricature. Mm. Um, as we have an Afro Brazilian DJ who runs around on rollerblades. Right. Right. And for some reason, and, I, and you know, and I don't know if this bothers other people, but for some reason, um, he's he's Afro-Brazilian, but it's like, I thought he was American because oh. he sounds like a Black American person. I swore to God, I had no idea he was supposed to be, like, straight up from Brazil. Me neither. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I think from face value, you don't know, like, when you hear him, you don't know, and then you look into him, it's like, wait, really? He is? Like, what He's the literally a caricature of, like, that black American guy that loves, you know, music and, you know. Right. (sighs) And it's really weird because, especially when you look at all the other Overwatch characters from all over, is that, like, even if their accents don't match, they still, um, I feel like there was more effort put behind them, and Mm -hmm. there are more lines in their, in, like, the languages they're supposed to, eh, and what's supposed to be their native languages, Right. And I just don't see that with Lucio and Doomfist. Yeah, that's... And so now we have Baptista. Mm-hmm. Who... Yes. I just... <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm like, I'm like... I'm kind of hyped because, again, it's a healer and, like, the whole, mm-hmm. like... We have another, like, a, a very clear, like, black war hero, but they are a medic they are specifically there to save lives but again they had to throw in the gun thing which i'm just like okay whatever Mm. um so i like the medic role but at the same time we don't have there are none there are no black female characters we have Mm -mm. no uh we i don't believe any of the non-white characters are gender non-conforming or queer at all Mm -mm. um I believe it's just this uh, cis hetero. I mean, I believe it's just like what two cis white characters. I think it's just Tracy and that's my problem. Yeah, when they when they're like, they, I feel like you know, just given that information that uh, Tracer and Soldier seventy six are you know gay, I feel like that was an afterthought. I mean, it's like why didn't you just, like give us these characters exactly? You know, you, know yeah. you, like, you, you don't have to put like big emphasis on it, but I mean, just to put it in the story from the get go, it's like, I feel like it's an afterthought to get people to go like, mm-hmm. yay, you know, oh my goodness, they were gay this whole time. Like, how amazing. And it's just, it doesn't feel genuine to me. Yeah, and the thing is, is that they rely on these comics that show up like years or so after the game comes out. It's like, oh, by the way, they're this. It's like, why couldn't they be this through the 
get-go. So it's and don't yeah, even, it, just it is an afterthought. It it very much is an afterthought. And it's like And like and and here's the whole thing. Here's this is what I started when I really like because I mean I've been side-eyeing Overwatch since from the get-go, but when I, I really started to side-eye them uh with the introduction of Effie, because I feel like that was just like yes. a huge troll. And oh, right. you know like you don't get to play this character. You get to play her creation, though. Mm-hmm. She's not yep. going to show up in the game, by the way. We're just going to show and you know her. And... It would have been nice if they had her on the intercom talking to Arisa. I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd love that. You could, you, she'd have some involvement in the game. You just hear her every now and then kind of talk to Arisa. Like, oh, she's like, good job. She kills off, like, oh, she gets, like, a five-hit kill or whatever. She's like, oh, good job, but none that of that. That would have been, okay, that, that would have been, been, okay, you know, great. But she yeah, doesn't exist. Been, I would have loved that. She doesn't exist in the game. <laughs> no, like, she doesn't. No, she just, yeah, so, um, uh, Effie is, Arisa's this awesome robot tank. It's fantastic. I, oh, I love Arisa. Arisa's such a badass. But Effie is this African, uh, black, African girl who actually built Effie. And you only see Effie in part of Arisa's origin story. And mm-hmm. that's it. So like And the sprays. And that's it. It's like and, damn it. Right. And that's it. And so like there's even there's full concept art, there's full character art of her. There's everything. They literally could make another Torgan like character where you, you they could have like her building turrets. Like, this is something that they could easily do. They could easily have brought her into the game, and mm-hmm. it would have been great for Black History Month, and we got a really tone-deaf Haitian revolutionary, which, mm-hmm. cool, Haitian, cool revolutionary, but clearly you missed all the 11,000 piles of nuance that was supposed to go with that. Mm-hmm. So it was... A very sad, disappointing day. Right, right. Oh my goodness. And honestly, like, I'm still gonna play Overwatch. Like, I'm going to, yeah. but I'm also still gonna maintain talking shit about how terrible Overwatch is and how Overwatch mm-hmm. clearly doesn't like black people. They really don't. I mm-hmm. mean, and people they like to make the argument that, oh, why are you complaining about Overwatch? You know, when you've got like it's the most diverse game out there. But I mean, and that's a good thing. But the problem is they said out of their own mouths <laughs> that they were here to make a game to represent everyone. Like we're going to mm-hmm. be diverse and it, representation means everything. Representation matters to us. So it's like, I, th- I feel like there's room to, you know, uh, critique them because, you know, they opened the door for that. Y'all yeah. opened the door for that. Y'all don't make promises you can't keep. Okay, like we're not looking at other games. We're not going like, oh, this game, oh, there's Resident Evil doesn't have, you know, th- like black people in it. But like they didn't make the promise. <laughs> like they didn't, no, not, yeah. you know, they didn't say that they're they're making a game to be like we're representing everyone from all walks of life. Like that, like it's just. Yeah, and I think if you say something like that, you have to you you have to back that. You have you can't promise the goods and not be able to back it up. Like. But don't say that you you can do that when you really can't. Right, and again, like like you, you guys are saying, is that Blizzard specifically with this game has been adamantly, loudly since the game came out promoting diversity, and has also like when all of these criticisms have come up, Kaplan flat out said, "I hear you." We, mm-hmm. we have more characters coming for you. There will be more characters coming soon. 
you won't be disappointed. And I'm like, you still don't. We are disappointed. Yep. We're very disappointed. It's been like a year and a half or something. And it's we're still disappointed. We're still not, you know, represented. Three, we're still not happy. Three characters later, there is still disappointment. Yep. <laughs> Where is my non-disappointment? And <laughs> there, one of the responses that I see, and it's complete bullshit, is I see a lot of people who go, oh, well, what does it matter? There are all these other characters. And I'm like, well, clearly it matters because we don't see uh-huh. ourselves represented in uh-huh. anywhere. Anywhere. And if it is... No, my like, favorite... Oh, you can go ahead. You can crash. No, okay. I was just saying, like, you know, it, it, like, as far as media goes, like, this is deeper than just a video game. It goes deeper than that. Like... Mm. And when we like when we think that, you know, we're actually going to get representation, you know, like when someone when a company actually says we're going to represent, you know, people from different backgrounds, different colors, different ethnicities, and we don't get that, it just reminds us of how little bit we're seen in yeah. the media. And when we are seen, uh, particularly when black women are seen on television, it's either um, she's either not represented represented correctly. You like, I don't think I have to go through all the stereotypes that exist about black women. Or there's only one type of black woman that we see, and she's usually like very, you know, she's very mixed. <laughs> like she's very yeah. mixed and she's very, she's like, she's like, uh, what's the word? What are they? Zendaya had a very good word for it. I think it was like an acceptable version of what black is, you know, and it's and it's like that's all we're seeing. Mm. And you know, it, it, it's just like when you really uh when you just really dig deeper, then you'll see that it goes, it's more than just about being represented in a video game. It starts, I mean, it's, it'd be a good start <laughs> to see ourselves mm-hmm. in a game, but I mean, it's like, it's, it's so much more than that. Right. Like, especially like, like, I I feel too, I feel it right now when I was trying to like, kind of emphasize earlier, but medication, brain, bleh, mm. is even the... Even the male characters that they have in Overwatch, the the male black characters, still feel like caricatures. They're caricatures. And not actually, like, thought out, well thought out in depth. Like, it it still looks like, to me, how white people might see black people. Like, it's still through a very Mm -hmm. clearly white lens. And you see some of that tone deafness, like, in the other, in a few of the other characters, like I really see it with um, uh, Farah. Oh yeah. Poor, yep. <laughs> like oh god, poor Farah. I see it too. Oh god, <laughs> I see it as well. Like oh, let's put this super detailed Native American uh, skin on her when she has nothing to do. She's totally not Native American. Anything related Mm. whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But I, sure. Sure. Um, But yeah, I see it a lot, especially like with Farah. But I, yeah, it's just every, the black characters that they do have, it just really feels like I said, like it's all done through how white people even see black people. So Mm. again, which is where like Doomfist in a way just bothers me like on a intellectual level um uh yeah so sorry i just totally forgot what i was saying 
But yeah, on an intellectual level, a doofus just bothers the hell out of me. And other characters, I just see them and I'm like, ooh, that's very problematic. And even this one, I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah, very problematic. Right. And then when it comes to black women, it's just not even an afterthought. Like not even not even an afterthought. Not not like, a thought. You not even really... an afterthought. We just it's either problematic or don't exist. Don't exist. Yeah. And yep. that's like like Blizzard's relationship with black people, it really feels like. Like like we can only represent black people as horrible problematic stereotypes and that's how we show black men. Or they don't or in the terms of black women or black queer people, they just don't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just yep. not just not there. It just doesn't exist, which again is why we're here and why this problem in Blizzard stays fucking up. Yeah, I mean, yep. and when you mentioned the whole, you know, how like all of the black guy, like all of the black male characters in the game, it's kind of like you know somebody somebody over at Blizzard was like, I know this one black guy. I'm gonna make a black guy that that I, that you know like the black guy I know down the street. I'm just gonna design a character off of him because you know. I got that black friend. Yeah, me too. Yep, I got a yep. I got a black friend. He's a DJ. Let me throw him in the game. Aren't black yeah. people just DJs? <laughs> don't don't they always just got a SoundCloud or something? <laughs> <sighs> Everybody, all you black DJs with SoundClouds, I'm not making fun of you. I swear to God. <laughs> I adamantly hope that you succeed. I am rooting for you. I hope you get out there and you do the thing and you sell those mixtapes. I don't want to out their secret identity as um, defenders of democracy and justice. I assume they all can. I assume they all can uh, defend defend us when we're needed. I assume it's not just Lucio, right? It's all DJs. Some DJs, black ones. <laughs> all black DJs can defend us. Right? I'm just saying, like, if it came down to it, like, if all of a sudden something popped off at a club, all of a sudden the DJ, you know, suddenly going along the walls, and all of a sudden, running <laughs> in, but like, my God, I had no idea. It's a secret society. It makes sense now. Oh. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Danny, what are your thoughts? Where are you at? Hey, who me? Yes. Sorry, I blanked out. About the DJ thing or about I know, like, Bautista? Just everything, everything about this. DJs, you know, SoundClouds, uh, problematic white people, Blizzard stays fucking up. I just think Blizzard needs to really, really listen. Like, they're, they're claiming that they listen, they're listening, but they're really, they really aren't. Um, but that said, I'm not hyped with the new character at all. He sounds great, but his voice sounds great, but... I, like I told some friends before, you could have named, you could have had a Haitian black, a Haitian woman named Baptista, not with that backstory, something completely different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a woman. You can't, can't have that backstory. Problem. Just get rid of the backstory. Like, just like, just, you know what? Just take your time with the backstory. <laughs> there's a whole island of Haitian revolutionaries. I am sure there are black women. <laughs> Please pick a black woman, name them after that famous black woman, Haitian revolutionary, and just go with that and ignore this trash ass backstory. This does not work. You cannot, yep. you cannot have a man who was a slave who had to fight 
on the side of the French against other Haitians and then end up getting a place in the French government and in turn being able to turn the tides in order to help abolish slavery in Haiti. You can't take that narrative and make him 100% the bad guy if you don't have uh-huh. the capability of her any nuance. It's like it's like yeah, he did a good thing. Let's make him. Let's turn to a bad guy. That yeah, makes sense. Like no, you're just none of this is good. I don't know who you're talking to, but none of this works. <laughs> Aaron, did you hear about any of this? Um, hear about what? Did you hear about any of this? Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's um, we in there. <laughs> Haitians. Now, I really want a Haitian. I really want a Haitian badass. But I know if they made, uh, right? I know if they made a Haitian woman, they'd probably pit them against each other. We don't need that. Like we've oh, already we, got. Yeah, enough. we don't need like, that. We can't. Let's not even get started with the just the friction, with the friction between you know the black community. Like we like we don't need that narrative as well. Like oh god, mm. oh I just realized oh if they put in oh god black kick. All, all the black characters have to be on the same on the same team now. <laughs> all the black characters have to be on the same team because we can't have having these white people try to have relationships between and rivalries and uh, factions against each other in Overwatch. We can't have white people doing that. With we can't. <laughs> we can't be great. We can't be great. Damn it. I'm sorry. I brought up more bad news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. Um, yes. Shit, I had another topic. I'm sorry, everybody. I This is what happens when you just wake up and then you decide to do a podcast. Um, what games have you all been playing? Danny, what game have you been playing? Um, so I'm playing uh, Apex Legends and I've been playing a lot of Far Cry. I knew Dawn with uh, Violet. That game is... Beautifully bugged and hilariously fun. <laughs> can, can, I, can I ask you a question about that game? Yeah, sure. Um, the in the in the first Far Cry had a lot of tongue in cheek, like um, political messaging about American extremes and how you know white people be crazy. Like that was a lot of what they were they were leaning into in that game. Mm-hmm. Did they did they walk away from that in the second one? And or is it or is it like what's the, is the tone still the same or did they walk away because they got a lot of flack for it even though they were true and white people be crazy. But, you know, that's not that they don't think you can stick with that for two whole ass games is a good question. So here's 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 my deal with Far Cry. I started with, uh, I, I was a late bloomer. I started with five and then I went back to three and I couldn't get into three at all because the bad guy could not get into him. So I'm like, this guy reminds me of a person I hate in real life. So I'm going to stop playing this game completely. Right. And so I skipped, I didn't play four, but I kind of want to go back to one and two just to see the difference of what happened mm. to five mm. i don't know if it went if it took a downward turn from one um, but their whole thing with five what i don't like about five uh well new dawn is you got these two black women these twins and they mm. have this whole thing they're black and they're like are you the problem solver or the problem uh what was it the problem solver or the problem maker? And it's like, why do you gotta make two black girls like that? Why do you gotta make them terrorize neighborhoods, right. terrorize settlements, 
And it's like, why can't you just let them be? Like, why can't you just let them live in the apocalypse? Because this is America. It was kind of what I, is why I was asking because yeah. New Dawn just seemed like it was walking because Far Cry is generally not very politically, it's not politically savvy. Mm. And then all of a sudden Far Cry 5 was this clear message. And then in Far Cry New Dawn, I was like, I, I, a lot of people saw those two black girls on the cover and they're like, sure, I'll get it. Then you find out that they're the villains and you yeah. go, wait, I don't want to, I don't want to kill like, these two black girls. No. I don't want to these girls. So I was wondering how the game was since, you know, I, I've only watched a few hours of like Let's Play and so on. So Yeah. So the combat's really fun. But as far right. as the twins, that's probably the main thing I have about that game. What You could have made anybody the bad guy. It could have been like what happened with the original Far Cry 5 where they had this weird cult thing going on and they had this whole thing called Bliss and everyone's like, you know, it's weird. But like, no, you had to have two young twin black women. Mm-hmm. I think that's everybody. gross. I honestly yeah. think that's gross because it's like, come to think of it, because I mean, um, I was I was in this thread, um, it was like a Twitter Twitter conversation, and I guess people were trying to name different like playable black female characters in games, mm-hmm. and um, I think we were able to come up with like five or six of them in all of history. But I think that there's more villains. There's more like yeah. you know black female villains in games than oh, anything because yeah. I mean look at look at Metal Gear Solid or not Metal Gear Solid uh which one was it uh it was one of the Metal Gears yeah, that, Metal yeah it, was, it was two with yeah. uh, was her was mm-hmm. it Fortune like I could think of like I could think of like twenty different games right off the bat where the there was a black female villain um there's that one there's Metal Gear two. Uh, there's uh, the bouncer. Nobody really remembers that. Oh, oh, oh the bouncer. Yeah. Oh, the bouncer. I I loved and hated that game at the same time. There's uh, there's Lonnie. <laughs> there's Lonnie from Final Fantasy Nine. I don't know if anybody remembered that, but she I was yeah, I love Nine. And she was definitely a villain. I She's a love villain, yeah. that game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Let's see who else. <laughs> help me. Help me. Who else was a well, we got. I'll help you. It's another Metal Gear game. It was called Revengeance. They had this, this uh, French black woman. We had to kill her off. And that sucked. I, I don't know about... I, I can't remember villains, but I always basically see, like, anthropomorphic. Like, we can't show a black person, but we can show mm-hmm. what's clearly supposed to be a black person, but they're actually an animal. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say the in- all of the Viera. Oh yeah, the oh Viera. The Viera, yep. Yep. You're all, not even wrong there. All of the Viera in their lingerie. Also. Oh yeah, cuz that's like it's kind of like that uh what is that what do they call it? They call it the uh I forget what they call it. But uh it's like a whole stereotype about black women just being super promiscuous and just, you know. Yeah. And like I being see, just such sexual creatures. I and, I see black women being uh, anthropomorphize. I can't talk. Uh, all the time. I mean, that mm. happens a lot with a lot of black characters. But I'll see like there'll be a black male character, and then it's clearly a black female character, but it's an animal. But it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's anthro. Like, oh, okay, sure. What were, um, you, what were you gonna say, Eric? Um, I also I, when you said fortune in Metal Gear, I'd also like to point out that they use they like in, in the game. They went to great lengths to to purport that possibly magic has a place in the battlefield, and then they broke that over her head. Like she couldn't be shot. Like that was her thing. That's yeah. why they called her. Mm-hmm. Bullets would curve around her, and everyone was like, "She's magic! It's magic! She's magic! It's magic! What's magic?" 
and then it was like, nah, it's just a device she has on her hip, crazy broad, magic, <laughs> pish pop. Oh, oh my god. No. Yes. I was like, nigga! That's exactly what, what happened, right? I was like, you've been taking it for 20 hours! She just pulled a magic mouse, now she's got a cell phone? Nigga, pulled what? Pulled a illusion, pulled a da- uh, David Copperfield, it's like, nah. No, nah, just nah. an illusion. No, nah, he just has a, <laughs> a device on her hip, you know. So yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Just makes everything go pew, pew, pew. Uh-huh. I was like, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was into that character because of that. I, I loved like, that character so much. I loved her. She was the best. The whole, like, she couldn't be shot. I was behind her and Vampire. And I was like, oh, all right, yeah. cool. We got magic users in the battlefield, whatever. And this one can't yeah, even... Magic of the Gathering going on here. Sure. Like, no. I really liked her as a character. And you yeah. know, right. although she was a villain, like I, I had a lot of empathy for her, you know, and her just her story and just right. everything that happened to her. Mm-hmm. Right. And the thing was, I couldn't even see her as a villain just because of how, you know, how I felt, uh, uh, how I felt for her as a character. She felt almost like not a villain at all, but you had to fight her. It's like, well, I don't want, I don't want to fight you. I mean, I, I feel for you, girl. I don't want right. to fight you. So I kind of forgot at some points that she was the bad guy. It's like I don't see her. Well, I can't see her as a bad and guy. And I think, and honestly, I think just seeing that, just being really young and seeing that, and because because Daniel and I, we've been playing video games since like forever. Mm-hmm. Um. And just seeing that and just being in a time where um, black female characters just didn't exist. Black male characters hardly existed back then. Um, yeah, you couldn't and find just, them outside of basketball games. Like, you couldn't <laughs> find a black guy outside of a basketball game. And so, yeah, like, black men didn't even exist back then in mm. games unless it was, like, a sports game. Um, yeah. And I think just seeing that, just seeing that as a child, like, you know, um, we have a, okay. There's this black female in a game, but she's a villain. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that that like. I think I probably felt some kind of way. I can't quite tell you how I felt at the time, but um, mm. pretty sure I felt some kind of way. Probably conflicted. Yeah. Probably confused. Like, why is this? You know, I I know I felt conflicted and confused. Like, why is this happening? And like, mm. what? Yeah, and they, and they went and made her look like they went intentionally made her look like a fool, even though you've been looking at things, interacting with her for the whole game, give or right. take. And right. it's like, ah, foolish, foolish lady. There's no magic. <laughs> There's no magic. Get out of here with that. Right. Same Dungeons and Dragons. Who are you talking about? <laughs> We're gonna make you a magical Negro and then call you foolish. Right. <laughs> no. right. How dare you? Immediately for it. Then you're killed immediately for it. And I'm like, but it's like what? What is happening here? Mm. Not even getting a chance. Like, come on. It's like immediate <laughs> death. It's like, damn. <laughs> yeah, game industry as a whole, just fucking up. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, and, and I, and I'll, I'll say that there's been some changes throughout the years, but it's not not enough. <laughs> not mm-hmm. enough. I'm still. I'm actually still really excited for the next Beyond Good and Evil game. <gasps> Me too! Oh, I can't wait for Beyond Good and Evil 2. I need to... Oh, damn. No, me and Vi were like, look at... Did you see... Bacon, did you see I didn't the... I uh, I'm, I'm an adult. Did you see and the I E3 no gameplay? Her I think it was hair. E3. The gameplay? Her oh, my... It's so hair. good. Let me her just hair. look at it for a second. Yeah, go look at it, Deanna. Oh, look at it. Okay. I'm so hyped for that uh, The protagonist from Beyond Good and Evil uh, 2, like, her hair... When I saw her, I screamed. Me too. I, I was like, yes. Screamed. Okay, because I remember I did see something like at a convention about mm. a year ago, and yep. I saw yeah. this black lady with hair. 
Most important thing is she is the protagonist. And that makes that me is happy. Amazing. That oh makes my me gosh. happy. Okay. Okay. That that. Mm. Yeah, I have my eye on that game. I can't wait for that game. I can't wait either. Now, I mean, because I I I I, 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 get, I get emotional every time I see a black woman in a game because you don't yeah. see it. Okay. This game oh, has Apex, to, yes. This game has to wait till next year though because yeah. I have Animal Crossing and Pokemon. There's a lot coming out this year anyway, so I don't mind it coming out next year. It needs to like please it needs, can you take a little break. Hold off on this game because I need to Yeah, dedicate, please hold off. I need to dedicate Give all like, walls a break, please. I need, <laughs> I need to dedicate three hundred hours to this game and Pokemon comes out in November and I yes. cannot breathe. And every Pokemon game they um give you more hairstyles and they mm-hmm. give you more skin tones and like sun and moon made me so happy as I was walking See, around going, there's brown people everywhere. And even in like the trailer, they showed like this little this little black kid and he's got his hair sticking all up. And I'm just like, yes, fro baby. <laughs> See, Pokemon, Pokemon, I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. Know, you. Stepping it up. Thank you so Step much. Yeah, I, I will never stop loving Pokemon. Listen, every I don't care Pokemon, if I'm 60 years old, I'll still love Pokemon. I don't even care. Listen, every Pokemon <laughs> game steps it up from the previous one. They do. Every they do. one of them. I'm so hyped for Sword and Shield. I like I'm I'm <laughs> too. Oh my gosh, me too. I'm <laughs> so hyped. My eyes are watering right now. Oh. I was just like, I'm so fun. And you know what's so good about like there's definitely yeah. changes happening. There are. It's just, it's not happening fast enough. Like, we're no. seeing more black people, like, in games. And that's, like, that's amazing. Like, that's great. Because, like, we've been playing games forever. But, like, Literally the forever. surge, the sudden surge of black characters, it's like, wow. Even just customization options. Though, what I want to see, and I've mentioned this, but I'm going to keep mentioning it until the day I die. Or until it happens regularly, and which I don't have to mention it anymore then. <laughs> <laughs> I want them, especially in games where you can choose your gender and you can do customization, I want them to either use gender-neutral language 
Yes. Or allow you to allow gender neutral language to be chosen. That would be that would be really great. And like, you know what? That'd be revolutionary right I'll let, All right, I'll I'll let you finish bacon because I I got a game that may change that may make you think about wanting to play it. Yes, I love games. In that topic. <laughs> um oh. and, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and BioWare comes so close. Mm-hmm. Because they, because Bioware's found out, like, oh, we can use the exact same lines if for like NPCs, like characters talking to your character, if we just don't use pronouns. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'm like, they're yeah. so close, but there's still a few times where they're like, oh, you're a woman, and I'm like, damn it! Like, I would love it. to see Stop a game. Yeah. I would personally love to see a game that. Just doesn't use like that uses just gender neutral pronouns because I mean so, okay. like, I, I, there's there I mean I don't see why it's not possible. No, so, it's okay. totally possible. Just take there's a game. There's just a game. Do the thing. Just do it. Like just okay, do the thing. So, <laughs> there's a there's a game that's been out since last year. It's called Monster Prom. It's a dating sim. Yeah. I personally love it. There is gender neutral prown- pronouns that's on there. True. Which I is that which is great. Which is great. It's a fun game. And I think it's good for everybody, honestly. And there should be more games like that that aren't just dating sim, but everything where it, it's gender neutral. Listen, that game is I, so funny and I'm, just so lewd. I'm on going some to. Levels. The writing's great. You, I'm going to tell you all a secret. Uh huh. I am dating game sim trash. <laughs> then you know what? Thinking you'll love Monster Prom. You'll love it. You'll love it. I, <laughs> and the writing is so good. I the writing is great. I literally have nine dating sims on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got a tenth one coming up. <laughs> That's a really good game though. And it is, yeah. Danny is right. Like it's it it does use gender neutral pronouns. Yes. Yeah. Monster Prom. I am so hyped. And I'm... you know, the, the director of that game really wanted to make that a huge point that we need more games that use gender neutral pronouns. And I'm like, thank you for existing. Thank you for making it this game. Like, um... Thank you. Speaking of uh, dating sim games, I know like it's coming out, and when it comes out, I'm gonna scream and cry and buy like 16 copies. Uh-huh. Um, Dungeon Boyfriend. I've heard of that one. I've heard of that one. <laughs> I would be shocked if they don't let you use gender neutral pronouns because that make me sad. Well, I would be shocked because they have such an a, a like wide array of like boyfriends and non-boyfriends <laughs> like some some of them are gender neutral characters uh-huh. you literally have characters of all genders openly of all genders and they all have full personalities the best part was was um when i signed up for the newsletter uh they each news newsletter is actually like a letter from each character like introducing themselves with full backstories and what they what kind of weapon they are and uh, I love reading them because I'm like, oh, this is really in-depth character information, and I already have favorites. Mm-hmm. The game's not even out yet. They're not even done releasing the characters, and I'm like already like, I'm gonna like date, I got my favorite. I'm, I'm gonna date <laughs> this one. Like she's my wife. She's my wife. This is my spouse. This is my spouse. I'm gonna marry him. <laughs> like, like <laughs> let me, let me. Let me make my list so when the game comes out, I go full on like target. Uh huh. Get that tunnel vision going. <laughs> yeah. Tunnel, my tunnel vision of love going. <laughs> yes. 
So I would be shocked, but um, I they're they're really working really hard on inclusion, and if they don't add like oh. a pronoun choice in, that will be very sad, mm. and I will have words about that. But other than that, I'm just like I'm so hyped for that game, I can't breathe. Oh. Again, dating some trash. That, well, <laughs> if I find any more that that you know have are focus on gender neutral pronouns, I'll let you know. Be like, hey, I found another game. <laughs> another one <laughs> that's because you're 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 a true one you are true you're good this is i'm full of that hippie love i'm full of all that love and, I, and honestly i think that's the only way we're going to be able to change things in games is if we speak yeah. about it it's it's, yeah. it's if we voice our opinions and there's people out there who try to like silence people for wanting you know uh black woman characters or non-binary characters or mm. you know uh, more like transgender characters, like people silence, they silence us. They literally try yeah. to silence us and tell us, just play the game. Like, why don't you just play the game? You know, and you have people saying like, why does it matter? It does matter. Why does it matter? It matters. It matters. How much? I have needs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like and that's the only way things are going to change is if enough people get together and say, hey, this is what we want. And yeah. then there's other people that are going to go like, well, why don't you just make your own game? Because not everybody has those expertise. What? I mean, some of, well, us, some of us are going to make games. I mean, listen, do you want my money? I will give you money <laughs> if you make this game. Like, that's like how mm -hmm. I'm saying I will spend my money if you make this game. I will I will get other people to spend money. Apparently, right. apparently I have a talent for getting people to spend money. Um, <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know how many copies of Anthem I've basically sold. <laughs> but, like, I will b spend money. And that's the thing, too. Like, as a consumer, you can say, I really, really want this. Somebody please make mm -hmm. this. I don't have the resources or the tools yeah. to do this. But if you make right. it, I will buy. I'll buy mm -hmm. it. And there's literally enough people on all sides, you know, who are currently just, you know, who are marginalized and unrepresented or underrepresented who are saying this is what we'd like to see in a game mm -hmm. and all you have to do is make it just yeah. do the thing i think it's mostly word of mouth and like how many people want the thing to happen <laughs> but it, it's ugh. that's all i gotta say yeah I, I think it's really funny where twitter is both like both really good for showing like a lot of different voices going yes we mm -hmm would just really like some validation that we exist and acknowledgement, which, you know, again, when you see media mirroring you, there is that validation your like of your existence. That's that, right. That's, oh my goodness. Right, that, right. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. And like, we just don't have that. So it literally is mm -hmm. just like another way of um, being told that we're just ignored. Like we're not, yeah. we're not a thought. We're not an afterthought. And to be honest, as we walk around in our lives, that's how we are treated as an afterthought. If that mm -hmm. half of the stuff that we end up enduring isn't always even malicious. It's just. Right. We're, we're considered yeah. other. It's just so mm -hmm. just not like even a thing in their, in people's brains. Like we're not even a thought in some people's brains. And right. It sucks, and we're really hyper aware of it. But again, if media could, media can help with this. And there's ways where media is extremely educational. 
media can help change lives, which is why I'm yeah. a big proponent of this stuff. It's kind of, kind of a thing. But it's also your, all y'all's thing, too. Because I see y'all mm-hmm. on Twitter. <laughs> Talking about it. And I feel like every one of us gets inspired by, you know, like, video games, stuff like that. Like, for me, like, I'll go for, like, a game that's kind of changed my my life and helped with my depression. That's Final Fantasy IX. That game, oh, God, that game, just that game has saved me a lot. Just the whole, okay, and it goes with the whole Zidane, Zidane saying, you don't have a, you don't need a reason to help people. That, that helped me right there. Just that one line helped me right there. The whole game was great. But I think that one line helped me a lot. So a lot of people say, you know, video games can't do anything, can't change anything. It's just a wasted space. No, it can help someone's life. It can actually, you know, I've learned a lot from video games, a lot of good things in video games. So it can help change somebody's life, honestly. I Yeah, uh, there's been numerous of my video games that have helped me work through stuff that I, if I had been able to afford therapy at the time would have come out in therapy mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, uh, but there's just some really heavy concept like games games are really good in a way to where you can work through some really heavy concepts with the character mm-hmm. like there's as the character is puzzling through things or going through things and you're feeling like a kinship with this character, you can work through or come up with ideas or find there are ways that, you know, games can inspire you to help you figure out shit in your own personal life. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's so important. And we just all really need that shit. We just all really need that shit. And it shouldn't just be for one subset of people. It should be available to all people. Exactly. Not just one I agree with that. I mean, I think if you're just a decent person, if you're just a decent human being, and you're, you know, you have basic empathy for, for other people, and you know damn well what's going on, and you can see around you that people are being othered all the time, and they're being pushed aside, and they're not being represented properly or they don't exist at all. If you're just a decent person, you should want to see that for someone else. You should want to, you know, see someone have something. Right. Yeah. Um, I ra- this is not as a heavy of, uh, of one, but I'm not going to lie in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, have I, have y- y'all played Sun and Moon? No, no, I haven't. I need to. Okay. <laughs> I need to. I'm, I'm kind of behind my Pokemon, but I need to. <laughs> okay, so Sun and Moon takes place on the island of Aloha, which is clearly Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Alola, sorry. Uh, yeah, Alola. Alola. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Aloha, and I know that's specifically why they did it, but I'm just yeah, like... Yeah, <laughs> when, I, when I first heard it, um, Sun and Moon having Alola... I think of Aloha. I always think of Aloha. It's like, oh, Aloha. Well, hey. and, and, and that's actually how they use it. They use Aloha as Aloha, like, even in the game, like, as, you know, hello and goodbye. It's Aloha, uh-huh. which is super cute. They, they they went so hard into trying to make it um, as culturally uh, sensitive as possible, and I just everything from the localization team that game was just they just did it fantastic 
but the villains are clearly white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Team Skull oh, is damn. all a bunch of white gangster punks. <laughs> all of them. And they do like these little rap dance moves. <laughs> oh, those! Yeah, those! The Skull? Was it the Skull team yeah, or whatever? Yeah, Team Skull. But the best yeah. part is, is there's this one scene where they're trying to harass you and it was particularly funny because of course my character is was a is black and the professor is clearly also very dark skinned and the professor and your character just kind of like look look at team skull like doing their thing and it really is just the fuck with these white people and then turn back to each other ignoring them and continue the important discussion that you were having Ooh. and i have never felt more seen not as serious as what we were talking about but it was I definitely felt like it was intentional and it was a shout out that I felt in my soul and one day I will make a gif of it (laughs) oh you should you should it totally counts still though yeah but it was it was really funny because again it was one of those things where it reminded me of high school and in high school I was one of 36 black kids Mm. And uh, uh, my school had 3,000 kids, by the way. <laughs> so 36 black kids out of a school, 3,000. And um, there were a lot of white kids who who wanted to, who acted like they were Bloods and Crips, even though that oh. wasn't even. <laughs> yeah, that was cool too. But then, your mama, yeah. but then your mama pulls up in a damn Mercedes Benz to pick your ass up. Like, all right. <laughs> and my school was, and my high school was upper white middle class too, right? So, yeah. and I I grew up in the hood, like in the hood, hood, <laughs> color coded gang wars in the nineties, and so and then we moved to Arizona, which is just a wild place, and mm, so. Yes. <laughs> Watching those kids act like they're Bloods and Crips when these kids were not. They don't know what the fuck they were doing. They know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, I was sitting there, like, when I was, like, Team Skull reminded me of high school. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Right. Exactly. Like, and just, like, the way that the entire time that you're dealing with Team Skull is, like, you're literally dealing with them, like, the, okay, whatever. Okay, white people. <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> and that's and that again that's just from my black ass perspective but I will never forget that and it also funny enough is one of the most endearing things about that game to me like I keep going back and playing that game just because like I can sit there and feel like I'm having in my own game an oh white people moment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, while not serious, I still feel it counts. <laughs> mm-hmm. It does. Oh, it, it counts. It, it definitely counts. Because <laughs> I've noticed, like, I've, I'm not really a Pokemon fan, but I mean, I've noticed that there's, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, um, you know, Black-represented characters in the series and in the mm-hmm. games, and I appreciate that. Yeah, they've been really mm-hmm. pushing it. Um, with every new game gets better than the last one. is more options, more... I don't want to say progressive because that's just uh, I don't like that word anymore. Yeah. Um, ugh. Uh, <laughs> but just more inclusive, 
than I feel more effort's been put is put into each Pokemon game than the previous one. Yeah. Right. And they're really trying to go for immersion. And in order for it to be immersive, it needs to be immersive for all people. Mm. So they're really trying to bring it in. And I have a very strong appreciation for that. Mm. Blizzard, you can learn something from Pokemon, you know. Exactly. I think anyone can learn something from Pokemon, honestly. Please do better. I would Please love, do better. I would love Pokemon. I can't even like like I would buy loot boxes if you had not trash characters. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually purchase loot boxes because I'm one of those people who is like, yes, I will waste my money on fake money for this thing <laughs> just so I can deck out my really awesome character I've been waiting like 16 years for. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not the only one. No, there's a lot of people. No. I mean, if I like a game enough, I will dish some money out and I've done it. I, and I will do it. I purchase games out of spite. Sometimes I don't <laughs> even play them. <laughs> Sometimes I have no intention on playing them. I have Mafia 3. I will never play that game. I do too. Mafia. I think I got that. What do you think about I think I got that from a... I'm gone. Oh, wait, sorry. Where are you going? Please. You can go ahead. Oh. <laughs> I was just going to say that I think I have Mafia 3 because PSN had this whole free month thing. I have it, but I haven't played it. <laughs> Mafia 3 is like the ultimate white, is the ultimate, um, the opinion of the game changes in different company. So it's like, if a white person asked me how Mafia 3 was, like, oh, it was an amazing experience. 9 out of 9, 9 out of 10. They should make more games like this. And then when you're dealing around black people, you're like, did anybody finish it? Like, nah, no. No? <laughs> it's a little boring. I have some friends who are like, I didn't finish it. The fuck? Right, like no, I, little... I bought it, and I just, I re- right. like, I bought it knowing I wasn't going to play it. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have all the DLC, too. I've played the game for about five hours. Yeah, oh, I have I have a friend who doesn't even own an Xbox or any console, and she bought it, and <laughs> she just bought the game, and she doesn't <laughs> even own any console. <laughs> right, and I'm like, listen, this is how serious we are. <laughs> I bought all the Wolfensteins after watching white people lose their shit in the chat, and I played it for three hours. Oh my god. Because I can't do stealth games. And Wolfenstein is very much a stealth game where you're stealthing Nazis. No, no it's not. Mm. Oh, the you beginning get, of it is. I, I, I will tell you, a lot of the Wolfensteins force you to do stealth. This one forces you to do stealth for about 15 seconds. And it's like there's just someone watching and there's like, that's a mighty big gun on the table there, Biff. You sure you want to? BJ, you want to, you know? Listen, if here? you can mm. just get me past the, the, the giant suits in the first Wolf. No, we're not. No, 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 no. We're not talking about that Wolfenstein. We're talking about the last Wolfenstein. No, I haven't played the last Wolfenstein and I own it. Because I'm one of those people who has to play games in order. Oh, no, then you're screwed because I don't like those two Wolfensteins because the stealth sections are really annoying. Because, again, stealth stealth doesn't make any sense either when you market my character supposed to be super, super soldier. And the first thing I do is have to hide. Like, right up (laughs) to the point where the game starts, I've killed everything. And all of a sudden, as soon as the game starts, I I have to hide. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no, you just told me. You just made it a point. Tell me. I don't have to hide. Now you're telling me I have to hide. Yes, yeah, and you know, they, they tell you they're, you're a super soldier, and it's like, okay, go hide. It's like, no, no, why no. am I a super soldier listen, then? Listen, 
if I'm if I'm if I'm a nighttime if I'm a, if I'm a if I'm a predator in the night, make that clear from the outset. But don't intro my exactly. characters by having me detonate some giant mechanical tiger with my bare hands. <laughs> and have to hide behind trees for the next twelve hours. It's like no, <laughs> no. Listen, all of you have seen me play video games. Yes, and it's glorious. Mm-hmm. It's glorious. I do not do stuff. <laughs> I am the antithesis of stuff. <laughs> I do not, I cannot, I can stealth and then I get so bored. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, can I just, but I just, can't I just stab them in the back of the neck? Yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. the last Wolfenstein does nothing. It just offers you the odd reward for going through sections without being completely stealthy. But that's about it. Otherwise, you can, if you want, you can literally make a character, have a character that runs through walls and stuff. I mean, I'm going to play that Wolfenstein. I'm going to, but I'm also going to need somebody to help me get through the first I Wolfenstein. I don't enjoy that. I don't enjoy that. <laughs> Sorry. I'll do it without your help. <laughs> I believe in you. I'm a game skipper. I will buy the fifth version of a game if they make Far Cry. I, I've disliked Far Cry intensely for a decade and some change. And they made the one where they were like, white people will be crazy. And I bought that one. <laughs> the fifth one, 13 years in, first day, no problem, no regrets. So I'm that way. So I don't. Uh-huh. We are different people that way, Bacon. I'm deeply sorry. I, I wish I could skip games. I still haven't gotten into the Persona series because I still have to play them. But I am all in on the Tales series because I've played every single Tales game. <laughs> and if you know anything That's about one series, I haven't played yet. Right, and if yeah, you, I haven't played that one either. And if you know how many games are in the Tales series, that's kind of amazing. There's a lot. I've played every single one of them. Yeah, there's a lot in the Tales of series, and, but, and they're damn. not even narratively in order. They're not even. Could... They don't even narratively overlap. And I still like. I'm. A, I just. I have issues. I could probably ask my fiance how many um how many Tales games there are. How many Tales Ooh, games are there? So many. A lot. A lot? <laughs> a lot. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I know about the Tales series. There's a lot of games. A lot. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all of them. They're my. They're some of my favorite. Although Atlas is fucking up right now too. Uh, oh, they are. They. Well, ooh, ooh. They are. Yeah. <laughs> ooh. Well, kind of. I mean, this is where. Atlas doesn't actually make games. Atlas is a publisher and a distributor of games, and they mm-hmm. have several studios under them that some of those studios are more intensely problematic than other studios. Mm-hmm. And the one involving the Catherine remake is definitely one oh, of them. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. That the Catherine remake. Uh, and so... And and but then there's like other ones where Vanillaware is also a, a very small studio, also under Atlas. Some of my favorite games definitely has like kind of that over sexualizey fan servicey thing in parts of it, but for the most part, it's not that bad. But Atlas literally doesn't care about what ninety percent of what the studios under it are doing, so long as they make money. Mm. So, especially, like, with the stuff with the Catherine thing. Yes, Catherine. Atlas is def- yep. definitely one of the people to go to, but it's really the studio that's fucking shit up. Yeah. 
I think just a lot of uh, Alice's recent games, like, uh, I mean, and even just, uh, like, some of the Persona games are just really tone deaf when it comes to, like, you know, Everything. gender politics and, you know, they're really, <laughs> like, they're really tone deaf. Yeah, you know, I know. This Catherine, Catherine, the remake really just takes the cake considering, just considering, you know, the, you know, the violence that uh, trans women face, you know. Yeah, let's And then you're, just... you're basically just, uh, and reinforcing that. Right, let's just dead name a trans character and also mm-hmm. have a scene where that trans character gets hit. Gets and, hit, yeah. And then in the, ori- in the original, like, if you romance a trans character, like, other people really start, like, mocking you and, like, are just super mean to you just for being oh, in a romantic relationship. Which is horrible. Yeah, yeah, no, Catherine has, like, some serious, like, um like trans representation issues in the first place and then this yeah. remake the, uh, the, uh, a lot of stuff about the remake got leaked and it's been really nasty on Twitter all this week Yes, it's been yeah. really nasty as you have fans of the game who are like it's just not a big deal and also it's a big deal and yeah. then you also have folks doing the well it's just a man anyway like you mm. know fucking transphobic assholes pieces of shit and that's gross just being absolutely disgusting and then you have people who are really like no atlas no studio you can't do this this is a huge problem and then you have some people who are going oh but trust the localization team the localization team can't change the game they can't change the game they can't change the game it's not up to them it's really they can try to make it they can try to like soften some of the stuff but Mm -hmm. without having permission to full-on remove content there's nothing they can do yeah uh, which it's all just a shitty situation, and yeah. this is where the gamer community really shows how toxic it can be, and also where Japanese studios can be really fucking awful. And the worst part is too is like there are Japanese studios that aren't awful at this stuff, mm-hmm. right? So can we just? Get them to just can we just it? yeah get, <laughs> like, either get them to do it or learn from them and like improve on your right your shit right because <laughs> I've I've had a lot of people also go well this is Japan and there's a cultural thing and I'm like eh. okay culture's yeah. not always I'm like oh first off culture's not always a good excuse yeah I mean, culture's not a good excuse period it's just really not especially when you're talking about like how marginalized people are treated like not okay racism still not okay even if it's your culture like it's just transphobia like homophobia all that stuff still not okay if it's part of your culture i'm sorry not sorry uh but i'm a recovered weeb i ingest (laughs) a lot of japanese content just so much Japanese content. There actually are some studios and some content creators who aren't awful at this shit. Mm, yep. There are actually, I know, surprise, surprise, there are actually some that are pretty good at it and who are trying to actually make, also, again, try to make games more inclusive and stuff. Does it take a lot of digging? It really does. But again, you have just like a shit ton of companies. Like, think of how many gaming companies we have in the U.S. and how many gaming studios we have in the U.S. Japan has way more. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're not all trash. Right. Mm-hmm. So we just have to really start being more picky with our content. And to be honest, at this point in time, we can all, like, we have wallets. We have money. We can't buy all the games. So we can really mm-hmm. 
You fight back with your wallet. Right. That's the that's the yeah. way we're picky about there. about what we're choosing to spend our money on, and also not giving Kojima any more money because he's gross. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I threw that one in there. Um. Oh shit. Hey y'all. We we went for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, <laughs> hey, wow, it's we, did the the thing. we did the thing. We did the thing. So I want to say thank you, Cosmos Girl and Danielle. For thank you for podcast. having us. This was a great, great uh, discussion. I will have you both on again. Oh, yes, please. Thank you for inviting us. And yeah, thank you. Because we are going to stream again, and my stream buddies are going to be on here whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I've already pulled in Justin. I'm pulling y'all in, too. Oh, of course. I'm, I'm of course. I'm going to drag Violet in. She doesn't even know it yet. Oh, she's ready. <laughs> She'd be like, let's go. Let's do the thing. Already. Uh, <laughs> and we got to do our weekend thing again, because I know that kind of, like, fell apart because everybody was traveling. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody yeah. was busy and stuff. Yeah, life expo- I, Life happened. <laughs> but I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed doing that, that whole, you know, the... What, 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 our what Sunday, do you call it? Our, it was just like a fun weekend best stuff. God. <laughs> Sunday best yeah. friend pod. Yeah, we'll definitely do um, a multi-stream of all of us again. I have not given yes. up on that. We're gonna... I, missed, I missed our multi-stream. I missed that. Like, it was great. We're going to do it again. And um, uh, next time we do it, I'll push it out for everybody. We'll all just push it out and just be like, everybody watch us. It'll be great. And yeah. thank you, Aaron, for mm. being here from your uh, pinging in from your war-torn country called <laughs> Oakland. Nice to meet you, Aaron. Nice to meet you. Forty degrees right now. <laughs> You're forty degrees, Oakland. Is it snowing? Are you okay? I mean, the people aren't. You know what happens here is that when the weather goes bad, people we have um, in California, everyone acts like this is the, our winter. So we have it's like a nuclear winter. Right. We, we don't know what to do. Right. We, we we create our own catastrophe. So you'll be like driving and all of a sudden a car will just like jump the median and like hit a tree for no goddamn yeah. reason. Oh God. And it's December, so this is what should happen when it's cold in December. And I'm like, sir, <laughs> it's broad daylight. It is only forty four degrees. Pack it on and drive the car in a straight line, sir. So, yeah. It's more dangerous out here than it needs to be because it's mm-hmm. cold in California. So I'll try to make it. I'll try to survive. I me? believe in you. And war torn America, I believe in you. <laughs> we'll survive it together. We'll survive this together. <laughs> Californians. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> All right, folks. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll uh, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. And here's your weekly reminder that the most delicious name in podcasting is also the most delectable name in the art world. Visit etsy.com slash shop slash lost in pandemonium for the latest prints, posters, bookmarks, notepads, and more from our very own bacon. That's etsy.com slash shop slash 
Lost in Pandemonium. It reminds me of an ancient African proverb, help bacon by cake. <laughs>